This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only, on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, good evening, everyone. It is Sunday night. So what does that mean? It means that it is extra time, extra time tonight. And uh, it's it was quite nice, actually, for me, because like although it was like a very, very, very long day on Friday, setting off at 11 o'clock, having a steady journey down, went with my dad, magic, sensation, joyful gene, and obviously the producer, Um and it was a great thing. Coming back, obviously, with with the draw was good, but it meant a little bit of downtime. I managed to have a game of tennis yesterday for a couple of hours, which was great. Um, and then, obviously, a nice chill. So it's less, still lots to report on the channel. But we tonight, we're going to be doing it in one segment. I've got three fantastic guests, maybe a fourth if they can make it. And we're going to go do it in one hit tonight. And then we're going to have a super-duper quiz Again, the penalty shootout quiz at the end. Uh, and we're going to be talking, of course, about that FA Cup draw. Wolves still in the hat um, after obviously going down to 10 men after nine minutes. And again, showing fight resilience and passion, fighting for the shirt and for the fans. And of course, a, a nice bit of quality from that Tommy Doyle goal as well, which if you stay tuned, we will put up here from the two angles caught from within the crowd. Uh, but we're also going to be talking tonight, um, looking ahead to uh, the out, well, to the rest of the January window. And of course, talking about the players that have already gone out and asking our fans and pundits their thoughts on it. And of course, we should also give a honourable mention to cult hero, big George Elikobi, uh, his Maidstone team. Uh, getting through to the fourth round. And, um, well, can you imagine if Wolves can beat Brentford and uh, George Ellicobi on match of the day last night? Oh, I want my babbies to come home to the Golden Palace, Molyneux. It shows what it means to him, Wolves. Um, you know, that would be an absolute thing. So we're hoping the the, uh, the football gods can, can do that. But we have fantastic guests tonight. We have the voice of reason is here. How you doing, mate? Good evening, Dave. Happy New Year, everybody. 
Happy New Year indeed. And before we just go on, I do want to say, of course, as always, a massive big thank you <coughs> to Creation Wolf, uh, powering extra time, delivering the industry's latest and most advanced digital solutions, taking your brand and online presence and digital capability to the next level. The link is in the description below, www.creationwolf.com. And I will say that I do know that... Um, Already, we've a couple of companies have got in touch and they're doing a little bit of work to help their brand as well. So if you've got a, a company, doesn't matter where you are in the world and you want to, you know, honestly, these guys are the best of what they do. You definitely get in touch. We've also got coming back on tonight. We have young Lucas, who's also if you uh, go on to the alwayswolves.co.uk website, he is now a writer for us a journey for us on the website. He did the player ratings. How are you doing, Lucas? I'm good. Thank you, Dave. Did you have a good new year? Uh, yeah, mate. It was a good new year. And we're going to ask everyone about their new year and how you're celebrating and saw in the new year in a little bit. Also, as you can see on the screen, at the moment, uh, you've got QR codes for the NordVPN deal and for the FOCO deal. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that later on. And my brother in retro track trackies sooty how you doing mate happy new year everybody happy new year well mate we're on the we're on the trendy retro track tracky side of the screen uh and the younger lads over the other side there they're quite, not quite with our trend at the moment but they, they might catch up at some point of course <laughs> first of all lucas let's go to you mate um how did you see in your new year this year I was around my mate's house um, for a bit of the uh, evening, came back and spent time with the family and then went out and set a smoke bomb off. Went out and set a what off? Smoke bomb off. Oh, to celebrate. Fantastic. I hope it was yeah. gold and black, mate. No, it was a red one. It was the only one I had. <laughs> it was the only one you had. Jack, yeah. how did you see in your new year? Uh, I was down in London for the New Year weekend with the girlfriend. So we, we stayed in Earl's because we love Earl's Court. It's a great place. And we stayed with yeah. a really great pub down in Earl's Court. And we stayed and we saw some of the fireworks down in London. So that was good. So, yeah, a bit different this year, but really nice. Absolutely. And, the, you know, they always put the fireworks, don't they, up on the TV. And uh, there's always loads of people there. But sometimes I just think you don't need to be right there to see. No, just. no. And you've got the drone thing that they're doing these days. They're yeah. pretty cool as well. So you got to see that from where you Some were. That, yeah, as well, yeah. Fantastic, mate. I hope you had a, saw the new year in with a bang as well. That was fantastic. I didn't mean that type of bang. <laughs> That's your dirty Fam mind there. Sooty, how did you see in the new year this year? Oh, Dave, the exuberance of youth. I used to be out and about on New Year's Eve, Dave, but I sent you a photo of my two dogs fast asleep on the kitchen floor. I think I watched a bit, about three minutes of Jules Holland and uh, listened to Rod Stewart for three minutes and turned that off. Couldn't have none of that, Dave. It was awful. Um, uh, I think I was in bed by about half twelve. Uh, it's been a funny old Christmas because the mother-in-law ain't been very well. I know, I know. Everybody, and how is she? Uh, she went into hospital Thursday. She's out now and she she looks uh, relieved to Dave, I'd say yeah. is the word. So it's all done and dusted. It's about getting her back on her feet now and 
and uh, trying to get her back to normal. Well, can you please pass on um, our love and best wishes from all of us here? And I'm sure everyone in the chat uh, to her that we, yeah, I know she's uh, had to go through quite a procedure. Uh, yeah. Like you say, you know, the build up is stressful, got the, the anxiety coming through it. And now hopefully the road to recovery. And it's an operation that she's had to do really to protect her life. Yeah. Uh, not something she'd want to have done, but um, hopefully the operation will be a big success and she'll uh, go on to live a you know, full Full life and expectancy. So, lots of love and best wishes to her. Thanks for that, Dave. Absolutely. You're most welcome. Well, we we're going to obviously get onto the football in a minute. And guys in the chat, I want you guys uh, to put in how you saw the new year in and where as well. Why not? You get involved with this as well. And uh, we, I've got this thing. We sort of sort of started this tradition uh, where we we have sort of a, a fancy dress party, um, and we've got family and and some friends over. I had uh, Walsall fans, Albion fans, uh, obviously Wolves fans, all mixing because uh, my school friends, um, they're used to go to school with one of them's a Wolves fan. Uh, the other one is a Baggies fan. And the other one is a Walsall fan. He runs Walsall Fan TV, inspired by ourselves, all there. And then the other half of our family, I'll say Emma's sister, Sarah, uh, they married into Albion season ticket holders, so they were all there as well. Um, but they don't talk so much about football anymore as what they used to do when they were in the Premier League. We don't, we don't talk about it. It's funny that, isn't it? It is, what yeah. Did they, what did they turn up in, Dave? Full strip? Uh, <laughs> no, they, they didn't. Well, do you know what? The first year that we did it, we uh, we did a Gatsby 1920s party, which was really, really cool. It kind of took on. Um and um, and then last year we did full on eighties. Can't beat the bit of the eighties. I mean, come on, love the eighties. And then this year we basically did a, a time travel thing where you can come as any character from uh, any era. I came as a knight. Sensational Stan came as Phileas Fogg. He was brilliant. Uh, Emma dressed up as seventies uh, flares and the, the, all the flower power. We had some sixties in there. Mister Ben turned up. Uh, Ralph the dog turned up with Hannah. He was, oh, God, think, where's Wally? Brilliant. Um, and um, I'm not sure what the Wolves a lot turned up on. I think it was a bit like thingy, but we had, uh, we also had Harley Quinn in the house with the rock god as well. Uh, it was, it was good fun and a good laugh. And uh, if you go on to my Instagram, uh, Dazzling Dave, or if you're on my Facebook, which some of you are, uh, you'll see some of the uh, some of the pictures for that, but it was a good night, good fun. Uh, obviously, last year for me and the family personally was very very difficult losing my mom. You um, know, if any one of you's ever lost, uh, you know, someone very very close to you, know that it it's very raw, especially with the first birthday. From my birthday was the fourteenth, Christmas, New Year, not ringing to wish her a happy New Year and all of that sort. Of, it, it's hard, but. You know, hopefully 2024 for everyone on here personally will be a great year, uh, full of joy and happiness and hopefully a good one for Wolves as well. And on Wolves, mate, a great end to 2023, uh, Jack. And, well, you were there. We had a little chat in the uh, <coughs> about some Wolves stuff before the game. Yeah. Uh, and we're all full of hope. Nine minutes in. Ray, I mean, I've got to be honest, mate. When I when that when that 
when he got sent off, I was devastated. I'm like, oh, God, because you know how much my dad wants an, an FA Cup run and get to the FA Cup. I know I harp on about it because it's his little dream and I, I want it to happen so much more than anything, more than anything. And then nine minutes in, I'm devastated. He's got, I'm like, oh, we're down to 10 men. I mean, what, what, how were you feeling? It was quite funny because kind of going down to the, on the way down to the game, the one thing that I was saying to everyone, I don't want to replay. Whatever happens, I don't want to replay. Nine minutes into the game, I'd have bloody took it, you know. So I'm kind of, I'm, in some way, it's kind of completely turned on its head. But the funny thing is, I don't know if Sutty and Lucas and yourself will agree. I knew we were going to score in that game. So even down to 10 men, just stay in the game. Even if it does go to 1-0 Brentford or whatever, just stay in the game. We'll get chances, we'll score a goal and we'll be in that game. So, <clears throat> yeah, the, the red card at nine minutes completely changes the the dynamic of the game, all of a sudden it's a survival job. You've got to stick in there. You've got to show guts, determination. They're going to have a lot more of the ball than they probably were going to have. You're going to have to be really disciplined. But this team at the minute, the way they're playing, completely back them to do it. 100%. I, 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 there's no part of me that went, that's the game gone then. It was going to be difficult, absolutely. But I felt we were still in the game completely. <clears throat> yeah, I mean... I felt that Lucas. I mean, you'd probably be watching it. I think you're probably watching it on a on a stream somewhere. Yeah. 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 I mean, what, what was your reaction to the sending off? At first, from the high angle, I thought I don't know how to appear. But then, when it showed the zoomed up, I was like, "Yeah, that's a straight red." And then with the Tommy Doyle one, I was like, "So you've gave that one, but then you've got to give that one as well." Yeah, the Tommy Doyle stamp as well. I mean, I mean, probably I didn't realise in the stadium, but it was almost sooty. I mean, it looked virtually an identical type of thing, and nothing was done. I think I think if um, Tommy Doyle had made a bit more of it, it's a tough little like kid. The other guy did because the other guy was yeah. rolling. I mean, I know he oh. went off, but he was. I mean, it, it was a red card. It's a red card, definitely. I'm, I've no argument with it. You know, it's fine. I can accept that. But so was Tommy Doyle. And um, had Tommy rolled around and acted like he'd been shot. They looked at it. But they don't tend to look at too much that um, when you don't make a lot of it, really, do they? A bit like uh, the Kilman situation with the soft headbutt. It, was it wasn't a hard uh, headbutt, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's an headbutt. He never went down. Yeah. Um, I, I, to be honest, Dave, I was just saying to you um, before we came on air, there's, there's two performances um, that have really sort of lifted me this season. And they're probably the two performances you probably wouldn't think. Everton, I get fantastic. We were fluid, fluent. It was just everything clicked. Perfect all the, performance. All the stars aligned, didn't they, that day? Yeah. The catalyst for change in this season for me was Luton away. We go down to 10 men. We have to go to a back five, three centre-halves and wing-backs. It's the only way we're going to get anything out of the game. And it changed our whole season. We hung on at Luton in the end. Okay, we went 1-0 up with 10 men, but we hung on. Because don't the forget, they had a that was another one of them VAR decisions where it deflected off yeah. Joe Gomez's leg onto his hand. Yeah. We, we, were un, we were we were unlucky, but then again, against Brentford the other night when we go down to ten men, um, I'm um, I'm sat there thinking we'll beat these. 
because we've been here before. Oh, we don't take we there, was, yes, there, was no panic. there was no panic whatsoever within the ranks the other night. Um, okay, they went one nil. We went one nil down, and uh, we were unlucky said, actually because the um, it deflected and it, it literally hit it. It went through about six walls. Players somehow found its way into the into the yeah. net. I mean, it's, it one, it's one of them. It's one it's of them. Never a free kick either. No, you swing the leg. I thought it. from no. my angle, it looked like Sarabia had took a foul. Dive. There's no oh, contact at all. None oh. at all. Yeah. So uh, yeah. for me, them two performances. And obviously that extends an unbeaten run to five. Um, home form's fantastic. Anybody, I'll take us against anybody at home at the moment to get something out of the game, whether it be a draw or a win. I don't care who it is. They won't want to come to Molyneux at the moment. Um, but away from home as well, we're starting to look at a tough little unit. Um, as, as long as, and I know you're going to discuss this, Nobody else leaves, Dave. We can't afford anybody else leaving. Well, absolutely. And guys, we are going to get stuck into a little bit of the uh, the transfer talk on this one. Uh, getting Jack Sutty's and Lucas's views on 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 the the uh, the January transfer window because there has been some movement started. There's lots of speculation. Um, if you are subscribed to the channel. Um, we put on regular updates, so if you're not, please make sure you do um, hit the bell because you'll be first to know on everything. We try and be as quick as we can on it on on everything in regards to that. But we're all going to get stuck into that. Um, I do before we go we go um, on any further, guys. The Tommy Doyle goal we're going to talk about next. We are going to talk about it because we need to talk about Tommy Doyle as a player as well. Um, so if you want us to put the goal up. Um, which we got from the two angles. And someone asked me how, on the chat, I saw your comment, how um, there is, I'll, I'll just have a quick look back for it uh, on here, if I can find it and put it put up on the screen now um, for you. I can't find it. But someone asked, how come we've got two angles of the goal? I'll tell you the reason. We had two tickets. We, uh, we got the two tickets for me and uh, M. And then there's our friends, uh, Chris, uh, Paul, Paul's away on holiday, uh, and Balak, they couldn't go. Chris was working late, so we had their three tickets. So we went with Magic for his third away day. He's been to Tottenham now, Fulham, and Brentford. Um, Sensation went, and uh, Sensation, my mother in law, uh, Joyful Junior, went to who loves the football as well. So we Emma and her mom went down to where we were because we always tend to go near the front. And actually, they were right on the front, which was great for Jean because she, she is in her 70s, so she could sit down. So Emma was on the right-hand side in line with the goals. And me, my dad and Sensation went up um, to the three seats. My dad nearly had a heart attack climbing up the stairs. <laughs> he was like out, a bit out because it was, it was way up. But that's how we got two camera angles. So if you want us to put it up on the screen whilst we talk about it, put your thumbs up, whatever, say yes. And then once we finish talking about it, we will put the goal up for you if you want to do it. Um, Lucas, I'm going to go to, to you first. Uh, Tommy Doyle, what a goal. What a performance. My, you know, We're going to talk to, talk to you about your man of the match. But my man of the match for the last two games, I thought he was brilliant against Everton. I thought it was sensational, filling the big boots of Mario Lamina. I thought when we went down to nine men, and Sutty and Jackie might agree with this as well, 
Tommy Doyle was putting himself around like he was so up. He was so up for it. He was so up for it. Even before, you know, in the first half, he was showing maturity and leadership to drive that team. He was, yeah, I was so impressed with this. And obviously the goal, as I think Jack said, it's even on, it was on his wrong foot. It was well worked. He, he basically shimmied the defender. And then that, that goal, it was just, it was just amazing, Lucas. I mean, talk about Tommy Doyle, 4.3 million pounds. We've got the option to buy for me. It's a done deal already. Yeah, 100%. Um, I also saw, I think it was yesterday morning of uh, the BBC, they put which one prefers his right foot or his left foot. And it was a clip against, I think, Watford when he was at Sheffield in the FA Cup. He did the exact same goal from exactly like the, around about the same place in the exact same corner. And I think he's a perfect replacement for, um, I know this might sound a bit out there, but I think he's a perfect replace, replacement for. Um, Mario and Nevers. I think he's a perfect replacement for both of them. Explain why you say that. He, well, I think it was against Bournemouth. He, he was coming, he came on and the players were like stressing to get like get the ball up and he just touched the ball and he's calmed everyone down. And then next thing you know, we scored with Sasa. So I think when he comes on, he just brings some like relaxance to the, uh, to the play. So he breaks it down. He's always there. He's always up, down. You can never see him uh, walking. You always see him on a jog or sprinting. No, absolutely, man. And uh, Sutty, I mean, what's your sort of take on the young man? Well, I think he's outstanding, Dave. 4.3 million quid. That could well turn out to be the best money you've ever spent for the age. Um, at the moment, he's probably realistically worth mid 20s well he just went to volume just told you there come back onto that because obviously the Nunes deal when he went I think the reason I mean the deal from what I remember and Jack might clarify this obviously City initially wanted about 15 million for Doyle um but obviously Wolves wanted a little bit more for Nunes and I think the reason that we've got Nunes with the option to buy for 4.3 million is part of that negotiation with the Nunes deal that they've got. I do think that City have a big sell-on in. I think it's about 30 or 40% sell-on. But I think Tommy Doyle is going to be in two or three times, two or three years. I think he's going to be worth 10 times that 4.3 million pounds. The thing is, Dave, we sit, we've seen... The glory years, as I know, we haven't won anything, but when we had Neves, Jota, Jimenez, Traore, these kind of players, Matinho, then we were, and and when we first came up into the Premier League, first two seasons, we caught a lot of teams on the off. Basically, they didn't really know what to expect. We were a good defensive unit, and we did fast on the break, and it was exciting to watch. That's gone. We became a bit turgid, side to side, back, side to side, back. There was nobody who could really pick the ball up, turn and think, right, forward passing. Tommy Doyle does it. Lamina does it. Um, Gomez does all the dirty work. You've got to have someone who does the dirty work as well, unfortunately. Um, but the kid, as soon as he picks a ball up and if you watch him closely, he loves to take the ball on a half turn. So within a half turn, he's lost his man and you're in attack. 
and he likes to spray it wide. Um, and he's quite direct, to be honest. Uh, he doesn't play little five, ten-yard balls. He wants to get on the front foot straight away. And that is something that we've lacked for three seasons, even with Neves. And I'll say it again, we are a far better side without Neves because we're more on the front foot. I think that's a very good point. One of the things that, I, that impresses me with Doyle is his ball retention as well. He very rarely loses the ball. He's very, very tenacious. He's got a, an engine on him. He's got a big heart. He's quite an intelligent footballer. And there was one bit of play during the game where the, he had about two or three players very close. And then he just plays this ball off the outside of his foot across the field. His vision is really good and reading the game as well. And how old is he, Jack? Tommy Doyle? Uh, 21, 22. <clears throat> I think 21. very, very early 20s, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's such a he's such a young lad. So, like, obviously, he's you know he's come through the he's played I think seven times for Manchester City. He's come on and played at bit parts, and I don't know if he's ever started a game for them. But he's played. He he went out on a rugged loan in the Championship, which you know for young players really do. You know, if you can excel at that, and that you know you're going to get knocked about. That's going to and as someone said on here, I didn't think uh, in the chat, which I put up earlier, said I didn't think he would have it for the Premier League. But having watched him, is every bit sort of a, a Premier League player. And at his age, surely he's going to become a, a main player for Wolves over the next... I mean, it's a no-brainer that they're going to trigger the... I mean, it's literally not... It's it's They can buy him. If they choose to, they can buy him. It's part of the, the oh. contract. I think that Man City, obviously, we we can trigger that at the end of the year, 4.3 million. But I think along in that deal somewhere, Man City will have first obligation to buy him back. Yeah. And whatever, whatever we want, they'll have first dibs on him. Because I think he, he could well, it's early days, but I think he could well become a big player. Can I just make a, a, a comment about one other player, Dave, who um, I think's done really well, to be honest. And it's Santiago Bueno. Yeah, good point. Um, the kid has been really patient. And I actually, look, the future, although he's been an absolutely outstanding signing for us, Dawson, he really has been a cracking signing. He is not the future of our back line, unfortunately. And I That's think... His age, yeah, I think you'll see this kid come more. I think next season, you'll see him get played... A few more games this season, and I think next season you could see the change, and you could see Totti, Kilman, Bueno as a back three. Jack, you're nodding there. What's your opinion on that Sutti's assessment? There, are you you're nodding along? Are you yeah, trying to see that yourself? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think I think he's class. I mean, when you put the word Uruguay and centre half together, you know you've got a good player because they they don't do bad centre halves today. So he's got the pedigree, and 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 I think <clears throat> you're dead right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Bleed him this season, bed him in. You know, it takes time to set up, particularly in the Premier League. You know, and we'll see we'll see far more of him next year. But I thought he was absolutely outstanding uh, Friday night. And another player that that came into the team that I thought was outstanding was Matt Doherty. You know, another one that probably hasn't played as much football as he'd have liked to this season. But, um, no, he had that left-hand side on lockdown on, on Friday night and, and 
we saw sort of some of the the Doherty of old, didn't we, with those driving runs inside the fullback? To, he created a great chance for Sarabia, didn't he? Just at the start of the second half, that yeah. just went over the top. So I think that again shows that we've got players that are chomping at the bit to play. Santi Bueno, Doherty, Bellegarde came in and I thought did well as well. So when you've got players that are desperate to play, you put them in the team, you get performance from them. And I think that that's kind of what we want. And just on Tommy Doyle, I think you can tell that he's worked with Guardiola. It's exactly what Sutty said. It's that half turn. Don't need to take the ball down and control and look. Half turn and go. Half turn all the time the ball's going to be moving. And that's really difficult. I mean, you look at it on Friday night. He's against two centre midfielders on his own. But because of how quickly he moves the ball, they can't get near him to close him down and press him because he's constantly moving the ball. And he knows before he even gets the ball where his options are. And I think that's come from working with Guardiola. So I think that's obviously a great thing for the future because he's only going to get better at that as he trains and practices and, and just hones that skill. So, yeah, I mean, real positive signs for the future with, with Tommy Dull, absolutely. Uh, no, absolutely. I just want to just, uh, just this Brian from Southampton who's, uh, <clears throat> you know, I just want to say that no one's professing to be an expert on here. We're all fans that have got an opinion. And Brian, if you've got something to say, you're more than welcome to come on the channel and talk to us all here right now if you want. Just drop a thing, we'll send you the link and you can come and have a chat and give your opinion. We'll be more than welcome to have you on there and uh, you can put your face on here and we can hear what you've got to say as well, mate. No problem. The invitation is right there for you. Okay, you've been a fan for anything longer than all of us for. Well, that's fantastic, mate. I don't know how old you are, but we're more than welcome you to come on the channel. So just drop us a thing now and we'll give you the link and you can come on here and you can have your say right now. How's that, mate? Otherwise, shut up. Thank you very much. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Um, just want to go on to you, Lucas. Um, what have you got to say about the Santiago Bueno? I think he just needs more minutes because you can see that there's potential there. Um, there's potential there. So when he gets more game time, who would keep improving, improving. It's like uh, with Kilman. Um, he didn't get enough game time with uh, under Nuno. He got game time under Bruno, and now look at him. He's just come out to be such a good player and good leader as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think he, you know, Sancho de Bruyne. Now he's not. He's come over like what Jack says. He's got a European centre back. How old is he as well, mate? Twenty-five, I think. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm loving the song as well with you go Bueno, the old song that's come back <clears> that they've done with singing that. That's great. That's uh, been going around as well. Yeah, I think you've got a good point. I think he's one that's going to develop. Uh, and guys, we, the second half of this 
uh, this podcast, we are going to be looking at the uh, at the transfers. Uh, we're currently subscriber wise on thirty two thousand and ninety two. So see whether you can get us if you're brand new. So see whether you can get us up to thirty uh, two thousand and one hundred. That would be absolutely amazing. And we've got over two hundred and sixty eight of you watching live. So I'm sure there's a few of you that aren't subscribed and you can join in the chat as well and smash a like if you're enjoying the content so far. Listen, a load of you have special things. So as a little uh, bit of fun, we're going to be putting up now, uh, sit back, kick your heels from the stand, that Tommy Doyle goal. We're going to be putting on it, uh, fan cam, two different angles, one from me, one from Emma. Let's sit back and watch that wonderful strike again. Oh, that's so, so good uh, to see. I mean, just watching about, I mean, and the other thing, Jack, how great were the fans again? Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, both league game and the cup game, absolutely outstanding. Um, yeah, and, and I think, you know, like what Sutton and Lucas have both said, I think this is a team that you really believe in. And I think you want to sing for them and you want to shout for them and you want to get behind them. And I think they appreciate that. And I think you can see that that lifts the players. You know, sometimes you in, in the past, you know, not, not in the recent past, but going back a long time, you were singing for the players and it wasn't really having an impact. They weren't that. But I think this group of players really appreciate that support and it does get an extra sort of two, three percent out of them. So, yeah, now the fans are outstanding again. Absolutely. Uh, and it said all right with his left foot. And we, Jack, you mentioned that as well, that it wasn't even with his right, with his, uh, his better foot. Yeah. And Jack, you messaged me about this because I never even clocked it. Have you spotted the guy from TV on this clip yet? And he was stood right behind me. Jack, <coughs> do you want to tell who that was? Yeah, it was uh, Alex Lowe, who's a very famous actor. Probably people know him as Clinton Baptiste from Phoenix Knights. He was doing but, all um, this, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, I met him a few years ago at, uh, I think, Crystal Palace and uh, having a chat to him. I recognised him. And I think he's a QPR fan, but his son's a big Wolves fan. So he takes his son to a lot of the... London away games, and I think they've got season tickets at Molyneux as well. But yeah, so he's he's, um, he's been converted to to Wolves, I think. But yeah, that's good. Well, I'm not. Is he saying QPR? <clears throat> I think he's a QPR. I think yeah, I think that's what he told me. Yeah, they're he's, not he's doing very well, are they? QPR? <laughs> no, not doing very well. Well, you know, the game as it went on, Lucas. <clears throat> you know, second half, Pedro Neto comes on, Lucas makes an immediate impact. It, to be honest, when, when Wolves had done really, really well anyway, in terms of like restricting Brentford, we were all saying what we needed was someone to drive the ball forward and carry that ball. And Pedro Neto is a person that can do that because he draws people to him and he, you know, opens up that space. And when he's warming up on the touchline and then he comes out, you can see the lift in everyone, the fans, the players, and straight away he's attacking and, you know, he's all causing all sorts of problems on that side. I mean, Lucas, you know, he, he made a big impact when he came on, didn't he, Pedro? Yeah, 100%. I remember you texted me at half-time and um, you said we need to bring... I said, oh, we need to bring Neto in. You said, yeah, to carry the ball. But whenever we play uh, Brentford, um, I always say that we need Podence or a player like Podence who's got aggression and pace to drive up their defence. Because with Brentford, they're hard to break down at the back. But when um, Podence or Neto's there, it's so easy to, to break down. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's good to see that he got an extra, got another 40 minutes under his belt as well. I thought as well, uh, Lucas, when Wolves scored the uh, scored the goal, um, Brentford started to panic. We were we looked like the team most likely to score at that point. I thought we'd probably run out of a little bit of energy in the last five or ten minutes, um, but we were creating opportunities. And there was one real chat. Was it Bellegarde that cut inside and he cuts it back? And there's a player where he doesn't quite. Find, it was a tapping if he could find the player and. There's a couple of chances. I thought uh, Kilman had a bit of a, a shot, which just narrowly went past the post. Pedro Neto had a very similar effort as well. We had quite a few shots on, you know, in that second half, and I thought we were going to do a Southampton again and win it two one. It was a possibility with the chances that we had. Like you said, Bellegarde, we not, uh, if you just squared it, it was a simple tap in, and Neto um, he had some big chances as well. But if he, I think. He was a bit nervous as like come back and play that long. So if he would wasn't back from injury, I think he would put in that home easily every day. Absolutely, and uh, you know, Jack, what you know, what's your take on uh, that second half? And once we got the goal, I mean, were you feeling in the stands like me that like Brentford were panicking? Yeah, I think I thought they looked bereft of confidence, and I think as soon as it's we got our foothold back into it. They kind of went, oh, here we go again. They, they they're kind of used to losing, aren't they? At the minute, Brentford, and it becomes a bit of a habit. And you and you and it's a funny thing, but you find ways to lose games when you when you're low on confidence. You can be one nil up and a man up, and and find a way to lose it. And it was a bit like that. I mean, I thought their goalkeeper and centre halves were very very poor on the ball. Every time they got the ball at feet, they were rushing, and it was just going straight to one of our players, and and they couldn't quite work it out to break us down, and they got a little bit desperate towards the end. It was all about set pieces and just getting the ball in the box and hoping that weight of numbers got them a, a flick on or a, 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 the key touch. But um, now I thought we were getting stronger and stronger, and I think you probably nailed it just a little bit, run out of steam for the last sort of five, ten minutes, but we you know, relied on our goalkeeper at the end to, to make a big save, didn't we, just to keep us in it. But... Um, yeah, I thought second half, I can't fault, fault our team at all. Absolutely. I think it feels like uh, Brian wants to join us on the chat. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, post a link. Fair play to the guy if he comes on. I'm going to post a link there as well. So, uh, Brian, um, if you want to join us, I've just posted the link and you can come on and join me, Jack, Lucas and Sooty on there as well. Or you can also uh, just search Always Wolves on Instagram or Facebook, and Emma, the producer, will send you the link uh, as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Sutty, you know, I think we were talking before the show how you were talking about how we played in that second half, and you were quite stress-free, even when we went a goal down. Yeah, um, I think we've um, we, we know how to play with ten men, Dave. Uh, we did it at Luton. We've done it at Southampton. Um, we seem to dig in and when you've got the added bonus of having uh, Brentford playing with young Nathan Collins in the back line, he's always going to give you a chance. Um, you drive you the ball at him. Oh, awful. I have watched, I watched both games back in full and whoever sold him to Brentford for £25 million deserves the freedom of Wolverhampton because if you watch him 
when we're attacking, he is nowhere to be seen. He is slow. He's ponderous. He just, well, he's awful, Dave. Absolutely shocking. So 25 million quid. Happy days. Thank you very much. Good evening, Brian. Hello, 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 hello. Well, there you are, Brian. I gave you the opportunity to come on. Fair play to you. You've uh, you've come on to the show. So I will tell you that there will be a Wolves quiz at the end of this, the penalty shootout, which you can you can That's join. All right, in. We're all fans, um, and anyone who's who's a Wolves fan is welcome to come on and give their opinion. Um, so. Um, Obviously, you, you had a fair bit to say in the chat, so I thought to give you the opportunity to come on and give your take on things as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, sorry, I was sounding a bit aggressive there, didn't I? Sorry about that. No um, problem. I, I was just a bit wound up about somebody saying something about Neves, as if like you know, <laughs> he never did anything. He never was it you? Sort of, yeah. I mean, oh, you, yeah. you're talking about a bloke that was like the heart and soul of the club for the last. Five years, wasn't he? You know, six years, yeah. Not said yeah, that. Yeah. No, but... <laughs> I don't. I just get so I... like you know that we everybody forgets what's happened recently. You know, I mean, <laughs> you know, we could be. Yeah, somebody said it's Southampton fan. I'm not a bloody Southampton fan. I used to work at Southampton Football Club, but I'm not a Southampton. What fan. did you do at at the Saints job wise? I was, a, I was a coach at the academy. Oh, fantastic! That's great. Yeah. So I do know a bit about football. No, that I don't think. So what, I don't think. I think maybe you misinterpreted what Sutty was, and all that shit, you know. I think oh, yeah. you misinterpreted what Sutty was saying. It was no reflection on Neves because Neves is a is a is a absolute legend. Um, Wolves. What he was. What the point that he was making that as good as Neves is, as a we're probably a better team because of so much reliance on Neves that the team was passing the ball to him, whereas now everyone's more of a team. I think that's the point he was trying to get across. It wasn't saying that Neves isn't any good. Is that correct, Sutty? Is that my interpretation right? I said to you just that we were, we've were we been blessed with Ruben Neves for four or five seasons, but it wasn't just Ruben Neves. It, it, this is my opinion. It wasn't just Ruben Neves that stagnated. I think the whole club stagnated when we lost the log to Jota because that was an output to him all the time. Long diagonal balls. Same with Cody. He used to spray diagonal balls to Jota and he straight on the front foot. But as a collective team, we are a better watch now than we were for the previous three seasons. That's a fact. I'd say I agree with you there in the fact that we uh yeah, yeah. I, I don't know the last three seasons, but I mean, certainly the first half of last season. First half of last season and um, the season with Large in charge, the whole season when Large was in charge. I, I mean, yeah, the first half of that season actually wasn't too bad. But um, but the thing was about, about Neves was, was that I used to see all these, these articles about him saying... You know, um, playing further forward, playing further forward. He's got players in number 10. He's got players in number 10. And then they're talking about playing 30-yard passes. You can't play 30-yard passes with number 10, be in the South Bank. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, I, 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 just, I, I despair sometimes at some people. He was 
a player. It was a unique player. Well, he's a yeah. unique player. He's still playing, isn't he? You know, I don't know who's getting on over there. But uh, but he was a unique player in the fact that he played just in front of the back four or back five, whatever. Yeah, back three. Um, but but he was. And I hate to compare things to American football, but like a quarterback, you know. Yeah, he no, did. No, that's he, a fair he did. He did. He did uh, have those qualities. Yeah, but. What I get annoyed about is when people say, oh, you know, Tommy uh, Dawes, uh, he, you know, he, he doesn't play five-yard passes. A five-yard pass can be the best pass available, you know. And, yeah. you know, it's better to keep possession than it is to give the ball away, yeah? And, okay, Neto made a difference on, on Friday night, uh, as, he did, as he, he did in the short thing against Everton as well. And uh, thankfully, he looks like he... He's going to be back to his best, but uh, but what we always had with, with Adama was an outlet. We always had an outlet there. You look at that goal that we scored at Man United. Um, you know, Martino scored the winner a couple of years ago. That that would never have been scored without Adama being on the pitch. You know, it would not have been scored there because first of all, um, it was it. He was playing out there, and he brought off Trinkel was playing out there. I mean, it, you know, he would not have got the, even got the pass. He wouldn't even got to the pass, you know. But um, but um, well, Adama Traore is a bit of an enigma, isn't he? I mean, he was a, a cracking little player, but obviously we don't want to look back. His end product was wasn't always the best. He had that one season with Raul where they where they just clicked. And as regards to Neves, obviously, you know, I think. As I say, we're not going to go over this point too much because we're looking forward now. <clears throat> Neves was playing very deep, like like a quarterback, and we're giving the ball to him. But as a team now, we do seem to be playing more as a team rather than relying on one or two individuals. And that is what a manager is all about, is getting the best out of each of the players so that the 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 amount of the parts is even better. And we're starting to see a bit of an identity. And Tommy Doyle, you're right, he, he, he does play, the, he can play the, the long ball, but he does play the simple passes as well. The one thing that I like about Tommy Doyle, he seems to have all of the, the different aspects to his game where he can just do the little one-touch short passes to keep possession move. But the other thing that I like about Tommy Doyle is his fact that he's always tries to look for a positive pass. He's always looking quickly to get the ball moving. And one of the things that was very uh, noticeable, even when we had Nevers in the team, we were very slow at moving the ball and, very, and became very, very predictable. And what we need to do to break teams down, which is why we struggled against the, the lower teams, I think, you know, when they just sit, is being able to move the ball quick to create the overlaps in the space. And we're starting to see that we're creating... I mean, we've something... I don't know. I think we've scored about 15 or 16 times in a row at Molyneux and we've scored again at the weekend. We've struggled to score goals the last two or three seasons. And this season, we seem to be able to find a way to score all the time. I mean... Yeah, yeah, but Dave, that, that we, we, it wasn't as if we weren't creating chances. I mean, yeah, we... we... We'll we, did create, we have created an awful lot of chances in the last couple of years that we've just not been able to put away. You have a look at the stats, you know. I mean, one thing I want to say about Tommy Doyle, though, and uh, I noticed this in the Everton game actually. Yeah, I am a season ticket. Well, I live in Southampton, but I am a season ticket that old. That's well. commitment. And I was both Brentford games as well, and um, and Fulham. Um, but um, the 
the thing about Tommy Doyle, uh, I don't even know about scanning. Do you know what scanning is? It's a co it's a coaching um, phenomenon. Yeah, it, 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 it's when it's what you do scanning when you're off the ball. Yeah, it's it's basically you know a toy shot. It's like you know you're looking over there, the ball's coming over there, and you're like this, like this. You do this, yeah. You look for your next pass. It's a bit like a snooker player, you know, looking at his, his next shot. Yeah. Yeah. It looks at like that. Now there's good scanning and bad scanning. It's not. It's not just a matter of moving your head around like this. Yeah. This is what we teach the boys at Southampton, you know. And the two players that that, that we, sh we showed videos of, right, was um, the guy at Liverpool. What was his name now? Uh, Thiago. Yeah. Um, I can't remember second name. Thiago Silva, is that, is that right? No, not Thiago Silva. No, um, uh, began with an A. Uh, Alicante. 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 Yeah. Um, something like that, anyway. And, and Matinho. Between the that you show video, they were the best scanners. Yeah, you think about you, you look about the machine, you just uh, you can't really see it on the TV, but you can see it when you're at the game like that. What he used to do, he'd be scanning like that, and he'd weigh up the very, very quickly, he'd weigh up the players around him where the where a player was available for walls, and he'd adjust his body shape in a split second like that, just a split second. He just he always looked, didn't he? If you think back, he always looked. Like he was comfortable on the ball, but that was because he was he was adjusting his body body shape just slightly, so he was in the right place to, to pass the ball. That's the sort of thing that you player. see in Tommy Doyle. Is that your point, Brian? Exactly, and he's never played with Matinho, but he played at Man City. You know exactly, yeah. and I think we've got a, a got a player there for for definite uh, in regards to that. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, Lucas, we've got a yeah, uh, we we've got the draw. Uh, Jose Sarr made a really good save at the end um, when they, we were just getting a little bit tired and he, he did what he needed to do. Um, we've got a replay coming up. I think they're going off to Abu Dhabi for a bit of warm weather training as well. Obviously, Mario's still away, obviously, and you know we do wish again um, lots of love and best wishes to Mario and, he, and his family. Um, but for the replay... You know, Joe Gomez is is suspended for three for three games now. I mean, Joe Gomez, like you said, is a ball winner. He's, he'll get stuck into attack. He's always likely to pick up a red every so often, I think, or bookings and stuff. But it does leave us a little bit light uh, whether Mario comes back. Um, if Mario's not back, obviously Bubakar's gone away as well. Uh, Traore, uh, you know, who's who's playing in midfield for you in the replay? I would put uh, Joe Hodge and Tommy. It would be a bit of a weak midfield, but it would have to be them too. Yeah, Jack, you concur with that? Yeah, I'll go with Joe Hodge. <clears throat> I think he's a really good player. We've not seen a lot of him, but when I've seen him in the 21s, he's a good player. He won't let us down. Sutty? Same. Brian? Uh, probably, yeah. It, it, I mean, Belgaard can play there as well. You know, yeah, but he's, he's not... He's not a physical player. That's the trouble with him. Yeah. No, it's the ball. It's the ball-winning part of the thing. They, yeah. but to be honest, they did all right, even with just Tommy Doyle in midfield. I think they they dropped Bellegarde and Sarabia a little bit either yeah. side, didn't they? And played more yeah, of a uh, Totti pushed in as well, didn't they? At times, Totti pushed yeah. in. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> Obviously, teams do practice going down to ten men yeah. um, and stuff, and you know. We also have to go on about Gary O'Neill and one of the points he said, he's not really had a period of time to actually work on 
you know, because he never had the pre-season. And, and hopefully this little warm weather training camp will give him some more time to work some uh, some magic. We're going to go around everyone now and uh, just talk about your man of the match, your performance rating and your highlight of the day or game. Um, Sutty, we'll start with you, mate. Tommy Doyle, uh, man of the match. I think it, I'm going to give it an eight, Dave, because it's a gritty performance where, in the end, I thought, up until the last five minutes anyway, <coughs> as soon as we scored, I thought we were favourites to win, actually yeah. win the game. Um, highlight of the day. Wow. Away support was incredible again, Dave. Yeah diehards that never shut up and when you can just hear that all the time it gives these lads such a lift um, and there's something I've, I've been very critical of ownership as you know um, um, and, and there's something happening again where we seem to be a crowd a support and a team merging together again where we're all in line again and um i think if as i say if we don't let too many more go and we can keep this nucleus and just add a couple of loans maybe um you know we're a bit light up top as an out and out center forward i'd be a bit worried if we um get any injuries on the front line um but um it's starting to look good nowadays so um, I'll, I'll take on anybody at the moment in this current uh, vein of form that we're in. Absolutely. Lucas, to you. Uh, for Man of the Match, for the uh, ratings on the website as well, I put Tommy Doe, he was just excellent. He deserved his goal. He's deserved a goal for weeks. And probably for highlight of the day, probably Jose uh, messing with the Brentford fans. That just made me laugh. Yeah, here he goes. There's his player ratings. You gave Tommy Doyle a nine. Uh, man of the match, excellent from the first minute. Strong challenges, aggressive in the right places, and he deserves his goal. On the alwayswolves.co.uk website, there's always player ratings done by fans uh, that write for the channel. You can read those. We've also got a match report uh, that you can read. There's always a history of uh, games uh, before the matches uh, in our preview. Um, and then we also have a things learnt, which was done this week, which is, uh, as you can see, the, the, the headlines. It's a good one to read. The year that finally killed the FA Cup 2024. The team is becoming quite special. Tommy Dull's progress is off the charts. Neto still got it. Momentum maintained. That's a really, really good read as well. So go up. Make sure you do bookmark um, alwayswolves.co.uk there's no paywall or anything like that there's lots of articles going down and if you do want to write for us uh, you're someone that's like a you know a budding little journalist and you do want to write for us get in touch with uh, the producer at uh, you know either admin at alwayswolves.co.uk Emma if you can put your email in the chat or you can get in touch via the Always Wolves uh, socials as well um, what was you did you say your highlight was Lucas uh, yeah, Jose messing with the uh, Brentford fans. Oh, at the end, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he had some stick, didn't he? Brian, we'll go yeah. to you next, mate. Um, your performance rating, um, eight and a half, eight point five. Yeah. yeah, your man of the match. Um, that's a difficult one. I'd say that the, the collectively, the whole team, the whole yeah. team, really, because 
you know, they 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 fought for one another. But I think the obviously Tommy Doyle sort of worldy, didn't he? But um, I think the person who actually made the difference was Neto. Neto coming on. Just I know it was only what, 57 minutes. I think he came on something like that. Yeah. We made the difference every time he got the ball. It was a bit like the days of a dollar, you know. He gets the ball, he, you know. We weren't sat down, but yeah, you got your bum off your seat. He gets you, you, know. get you off your feet. He's exciting. There's a buzz yeah. around. Yeah. He's that sort and, of player, isn't he? It's like, yeah. and every team wants a player like that. They can uh, get, get you off your, you know. And one, th- one thing I did, did want to make is is the uh, point I wanted to make is if you remember the the the, um, the game at Southampton last season when, when um, Lamida got ridiculously sent off, you know, um, it brought. Um, it was the manager at the time. It was Lapatigo, wasn't it? Yeah. He he, um, he brought the Dharma on at half time. They put two men on him. Southampton put two men on him. Sometimes three men, and that negated their extra man. Yeah, you know, that's exactly what happened on Friday night as well. Very and good point. That's on, it's a really they, good point. They doubled up on him. Sometimes three. So you know that 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 takes out one of those people out of midfield. So that's what that's what we created. So probably you know not fantastic amount of chances, but at least we were playing in their half. It scares the opposition. Yeah, basically. yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting. And any highlight of the match or your day? It could be just having a nice uh, little meal whilst the, you watched it. it. could be anything. The, the highlight was actually a low light when the lights went off. Oh, that... Yeah, that went off. And it was... Can you imagine <laughs> if that had been in, like, the last minute as well, Jack? Yeah. It was just after the end of the game as well. It was like... It was like the Brentford. Oh, the guy had enough. All right, I'm had enough. The car even bit win with ten men with against ten men for ninety minutes. I'm turning the lights off. It was fun. Always something happens at Brentford. The drone, technical drone, yeah. problem with the referee, and then the light, lights. Although saying that, it did happen at Molyneux a, a, um, a, a season. Yeah. It went off a little bit. Jack, on to you now. Uh, let's start with your performance <coughs> rating, mate. Yeah, eight out of ten. Really solid, yeah. gritty performance in the circumstances. Can't ask a lot more, can we? Uh, man of the match, I'm going to go with Doyle. Not just for the goal, but I thought his all-round performance. I thought he epitomised what we were talking about, that determination, that aggression, that, you know, just because we're down to 10, we're not going to lose this game, don't worry. We're all right. We've got this. Uh, and like Luca said, man, moment of the day, Saar winding up the Brentford fans. They'd, the loudest they were all game was winding Saar up. So it was nice to see him give some back. And uh, Nathan Collins, for the first time I've ever seen him show aggression when he was trying to pull Saar away. So he should have saved that for the match, shouldn't he? But um, yeah, that was a great moment. Yeah, that was <laughs> classic. And to be honest, I was very disappointed with the Brentford fans. Um, you know, they kind of, you know, I know what it's like when your team's not on a run, I suppose, in in some ways. But like, you know, they were very flat uh, for a lot of the game. And I say, I don't know if you, if it was the same listening for you, listening on the TV, but I mean. I thought the Wolves fans were magnificent, and you know when I when I didn't go to the league game and I was doing the watch along the other day, all I could hear was the Wolves fans. I'm guessing it was kind of the same for the cup game, watching it on the telly. You're nodding there, so I'm going to go take that as a yes. Right, guys, we're just going to have a little um, a little break because I need to tell you, just talk to you, and then we're going to come on to the January transfer before we get to the quiz, uh, guys. I just want to remind you that we have got a fantastic offer. Uh, from Nord VPM still on. We've still got his Christmas little Santa face up there. Uh, one of the things I want to talk about with Nord TPN, it means that you can watch uh, movies from different countries uh, with the family. You can change your location and access US or other countries, Netflix. 
Um, and it's also potential presence for anyone or for yourself. Uh, but the main point is you do get increased security. So if you're going, ever going out and about or using public Wi-Fi, you can keep yourself and your data safe. Um, all of that sort of stuff. And, of course, you can always get the 3 p.m. kickoffs on your TV if you've got the right bit of kit that some people do have uh, because you can get Nord on your television. Just download the app. You can get it on your phone, get it on your computer. You can get it on your on your iPad, and it also protects you on all your devices uh, for the whole family. So it's a, it's a real good crack. Um, it's a better deal than you can get direct with NordVPN as well. So we've got a better deal. As I say, it's only £2.30 a month. You've got a 30-day money-back guarantee, and it'll save you about £150 uh, from their normal uh, over the course of two years, and you get four months extra free as well. So it's a bit of a no-brainer, really, because I say one subscription, you, if you've got five in your family, it covers all your devices for the whole family. So uh, that's NordVPN. The link is in the description below. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates are already booked in for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.